Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. There is a Gorgon inside the box, and we want to figure out what it is doing. Unfortunately, we will turn to stone if we see her face, and she might try to make us look. Join Becca playing Vector, Jorin playing Nila, Monica playing Maxine and Tillman as the Game Master in Think Before Asking, an Eclipse Face scenario written by Anders Sandper. Please follow Twin Cities by Night on social media and consider supporting us on Patreon. Enjoy. Right, so I realized maybe I explained the scene badly, but we can spin that into the story. You now take a closer look at what Vector shared with the group. This image into a similar space with one Japanese man and one, well, hard to describe, androgynous person. They don't appear to be particularly religious to you. They are not in any ceremony. There's no... Uh, religious symbolism around you saw all these hebrew symbols on your way in their room is kind of bland they just have this the screen essentially looking in into what appears to be another similar space with the same people if you like focus in you find they have other screens there too very small with probably just like text on them they're keeping track of something They are maybe like scanning something. They're keeping an eye on how things are going. Your uh, uh, guess right now is it doesn't really look like law enforcement either. Uh, you know, people with security cameras. No, they're, they're waiting for something to happen and then it takes them by surprise. Maybe they run some kind of software, simul space experiment. Okay. As I'm taking, you know, I saw it, described it the first time and then I did the double take and At this point, I'm sharing what I'm seeing so the other two can also see this and taking that deeper look. Do you guys have, should we just ignore this for now and move on? I think so. It's it's weird. It might have something to do with what we're here for, but it's not directly what we're here for. So let's try and focus as much on that uh, warhead as possible for now. Anyone who has... No computer science can roll that for me. I got a 39 out of 75. 17 out of 80. You two discuss about what you're seeing, about these nested simul spaces of sorts. And Nila, you remember like the technical term first. It's been a while since you've been confronted with it, but this is what people usually refer to as a matryoshka system, like the Russian dolls that are stacked into each other. You have the same scene appearing within the simul space again. Usually what you want to do is you have some sort of program or system that you want to experiment with and you box it up so it doesn't explode on you, you know, doesn't uh, damage anything else around it. But you need to know whether it works in like reality. So you simulate reality as best as you can, and then you drop it uh, into another abstraction level just to make sure, like safety feature, and watch it go. And you, then you change some parameters and watch it go again. But is there a change that we see in the outcome? We, of course, we cannot see the program itself, but is there a change in the outcome? 
the system is stuck. It resets on you. In fact, uh, Vector, you probably get like an error message over the mesh every time the whole thing resets. Is there a way for me to see what they were working on and if it's related to what we're here for? You could join the simul space. And get stuck. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Right? No, from the outside view, you can't really tell what they have been looking at. You're not really sure how the experiment is set up. You're just getting like a glimpse. It's a preview, essentially. Okay. Then I think at that point... Oh, boy. No, that's actually a fantastic idea. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I so, have no clue whether that works, though. <laughs> yeah. Can, can I fork myself? Yes. I mean, I brought a kit. <laughs> You don't need it. <laughs> you Yes, you can instantly create a perfect copy of yourself and run it as an infomorph on the mesh and let it join the simul space. I'm very interested in doing that, but again, I'm not wanting to blow our cover more if, we, if we've blown it at all at this point. So I will actually tear myself away from whatever's going on there and see... See if I can find what we're looking for. Looking around, you find map software for this place. You already guessed it, but you're like in a communications hub. Now you have the circles with names around them light up for you. You have a connection to the main hub, of course, and it's labeled hydroponic garden. Next to you, but not directly connected, you always have to go through the main area. You have the docking station on the other end next to you, you have server room and other rooms around are power plant, the chapel, living quarters, medical bay, and engineering. Also, if you want, you have radiation sense, I think. That's correct, I do. Yeah, just give me a perceive then to see whether you can pick up radiation. 51 out of 60. Oh, good. So the power plant appears to be nuclear. You notice there's like a radiation source. It's contained quite well, but yeah, it picks up, of course. And you can make out like the source of it in the power plant hub, judging by where the map tells you where it is. But also there is the telltale gamma radiation from the antimatter warhead that Maestro provided you information on originally, and it's coming from below. It appears that, if you had to make a guess, like the antimatter warhead either is in like a basement area, if there is one, or it's buried beneath the whole thing. Okay, well, at least we know where the device is now. Uh, does the map show a staircase down? No, the map is not that detailed. It just gives you like basic information about the layout where you are and what the name of the subdomes are or the functionality. Staying true to the title of the game. Really, really thinking before we're deciding to act here. But it's think before asking. Oh, before asking. Oh, man. In fact, you get another random augmented reality advert and it says... Do you see the light? If you can, then the angels will give you the password to your bonds, and you will slip free from torment for eternity. 
Hallelujah. Just ask the archangel to show it to you. Okay. So I kind of want to go straight for the device, but I'm concerned that whatever's going on with those two people in there has to do with that. So I'm a little bit like, what do we do first? I'm concerned that whatever is making this whole thing such a mess and all those drones stuck and that system stuck and everything seems to be stuck here. And I think that is what is going to mess with everything. I just hope that it doesn't make the bomb stuck in some way. Or worse, if we do something to make things unstuck, it'll make the bomb blow. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Good thing, though, it is scientifically absolutely impossible to jam a quantum entanglement connection. So the bomb trigger cannot be stuck. The bomb trigger might not be able to get stuck, but we are. But that's that's thinking in doom scenarios, that's not productive at all. We are now here at the communication hub. First thing we're going to do is probably go to that central dome, because that's the only way to go from here. So let's move one dome at a time. Can we find out where those other egos were that we found, those other morphs? Here, let me check out real quick. That's a good question. I would say give me an interface role for that, because that's, I would say it's difficult to like track people along a location data. Which pool do I spin to give me a plus 20? Is that flex? It's either inside or you can use flex always because it's uh, a catch-all pool. Gotcha. And you know what? It's 80 already. I think I'm just going to roll. And if I need to switch the numbers, I'll do that. You get a critical success. That's insane. It's the best in fact. And the second best, I think. So yeah, you can see this three active egos bound to morphs currently in the chapel. There's one in the living quarter area, and there's a couple of others moving about. Here I would say there's like one in the server area, one in engineering, and the ones in the chapel are two uh, Julius Gaudas and one Toshiro Driscoll Toyoda. The one in the living area is currently in private mode. You don't really know much of it. Two other ones are also Julius Gauda. Yeah, and I think that's it. It can happen at any moment. A new advert pops up. Any moment. Not even the angels know when the Lord will sound the knell. (laughs) It is attended as a surprise. Is there any way to disable those because Jesus take the wheel? They are creeping me out. Yes, I'm sure there is. But it would take too much time and effort to to do that right now. Here are where the other, the, the six people are. Engineering is where we need to go. I don't think I said anything about engineering. We don't know where we need to go. We know that the bomb is somewhere underneath all of this and we don't know how to get there yet. But engineering, the power plant and the chapel were on my list of things to check out. So. Come on, it's just, it's, it's one of them, right? So we could just go to engineering, I think, or we could directly go to the power plant. How about before we put ourselves in harm's way, 
we try to sneak the servitor bot to listen in on what these people are saying. That's I, a great I idea. I like that. Good plan. Yeah, let's do that. So we're going to engineering, you said? If we want to listen in on a conversation, maybe the chapel might be better because there's three of them there. That's my best idea. I was thinking we're in a religious place. Even the ads are religious. The higher-ups, if there are any, if anything's going to be discussed, I would assume it would be in the chapel. So I vote we start there. Yeah, it's all good with me. Okay. Eclipse Face calls this jamming a drone. You can pop up a remote control of sorts in your mesh inserts for any kind of drone or robot around you. Now, the problem for you is you can use your normal skills, but you don't have the drone rig extension, which makes it a bit difficult and clumsy to control. So if you were to roll skills in the drone body, you would have a minus 10 modifier to all your skill values. But yeah, you can deploy your servitor cleaning robot, send it through the hallway that connects the dome you're in right now to the main one. And on the video feed that you can share with your team, you see very elaborate decorations along this hallway. It's very heavy on gold, light. There are flames painted on the walls, wheels within wheels, wings, Hebrew letters again, large eyes looking down on you, gemstones and angels with ox eagle line and also human heads and lots of wings. The angels are these big sculptures, very bizarre. There are holograms and Hebrew uh, writing everywhere, just blocking your vision sometimes. It's got a little bit of an Art Deco vibe, but extremely religious. So your robot just glides through there and ends up in a very large dome that is Fitting to the description, a hydroponic garden. Apparently, this is where they grow most of their crops. You can see the effect of gardening nanoswarms that do all the pollinating and uh, keep the plants moist and do all the pruning and so on. The whole system seems to be in very good shape. This is not what you're used to from the scum swarm, where everyone can just muck about with the hydroponics. And it's usually a complete mess. Through the microphone of the robot, you pick up weird noises. Again, like the voices of little girls, similar to the one that showed up in the AR adverts, but even more distressing this time because it seems to be screams and there you think there's like fighting going on, maybe. That doesn't sound like something I would expect in a religious building. Can we get a closer look on that to see if it is actually fighting and not some sort of recording or something? Well, you haven't really located the source yet. Just echoing around this very large dome. Fair enough. So then we'll stick to the plan and move the robot to uh, the chapel, right? Sounds good. Let's move it on over. So you activate the thrusters of the robot again. It flies past the garden along the perimeter. You can't really pass through the middle because all the crops are in the way. The crops grow every which way, by the way. 
I mean, there's an orderly system to it, but this is still microgravity. They hang from the ceiling or slump on the ground or something like that. Uh, it's an arc to itself to grow crops in this area. The screaming gets louder. It's definitely in pain, you would say. Your robot makes it along another hallway, very similar to the one it already went through, this time on the way to the chapel. The decorations this time seem even more detailed and culminate in this large area. Again, a dome. The walls are lined with basically microgravity seats. They all have like seat belts, so you can strap yourself in. There's this very large golden altar mounted to the floor in the back across from you, across from the robot. And well, the scene is very distressing. There are in fact three people here in this room, three morphs, all of them little girls. They are very similar to one another. They're actually also very similar to the girl that floated outside the habitat dead and frozen. One of them is like leaning over the altar, clinging to it as to not float around. It has a bare back. The other one behind it carries a flail. The girl on the altar appears to be praying. Please, God, I ask for forgiveness for I have sinned. The girl behind it beats it bloody with the flail. There's screaming going on. The girl with the flail is yelling louder. The third person hangs on the cross with nails going through the hands and the feet and with a cloth covering its face. It's not making any sound. This is definitely not a place that I would want to convert to. Just saying. No, definitely not. Damn, that's fucked up. By the way, with all the violence going on, I think you should roll me a stress test. So three times willpower. I succeed with the 39 out of 45. I succeed with a 15 out of 45. I got a 12. You take in the gruesome scene, but right now I would say you are probably in like mission mode. You have accepted something is really fucked up and you are here to solve it for good. Back in the chapel, the girl with the flail throws it away frustrated. It just tumbles around in microgravity. It grabs the other girl with the now bloody back and it complains, you are useless. You are a disgrace. And then the two of them float together towards the robot and along the hallway. Okay. So all the other robots in this facility are frozen. So that would be my suggestion to just make it look like it's just floating there rather than I catch any attention by moving. You don't have to worry. The two don't appear to be paying any attention to the robot like at all. But yeah, apparently they are on their way back to the hydroponics at least. If we walk the, the robot through this area, can we find a staircase down? If not, we move to another dome. Uh, so far, you have not seen any staircases. In fact, the ground usually is, well, smooth. It's essentially just like a metal or sometimes concrete cover and the dome structure built on top of it. So what's next? Engineering? And if we had to search the place room by room to figure out where this is, uh, but engineering does sound like another good place to check out. 
At the very least, Vector can maybe find something in there. So, yeah. When you finish searching the chapel, it appears that the person on the cross rouses again. They're not screaming, but they're like wincing in pain. They're moving on the cross a little bit. The thing is, this is probably immensely painful, but since there's no gravity, at least it doesn't break your bones and like kill you slowly. It just kills you very, very slowly, I guess. I'm sorry, but I wish we could help everyone we see here, but it's not why we're here. We need to think about the bigger concept over here, I think. I'm with Nela. We don't have time for this. We have bigger fish to fry. It's harsh, but we can always come back later. She has time. She's not going to suffocate like you would do under normal gravity. So you turn your back. With the robot, of course, which wouldn't do much anyway. Make your way through the hallway again, through the hydroponic garden. You don't see the two other girls that came through here. You're not really sure. They probably took to some other dome. Right now, you're not sure which one. They definitely haven't shown up in communications where you are. But yeah, your robot makes its way to the engineering part. The hallway, again, is very decorated, but... The room you end up in looks functional. You have makers here and there, some servers, not not the main servers probably, but yeah, some computers, of course. And then something really weird. First of all, the whole room is flooded with papers, like sheets of paper with printed text on it floating around, which is extremely unusual because no one uses paper. It's a complete non-thing in the world you live in. Also, there's like a vacuum chamber, you think. So it seals off some sort of device that you have a really hard time grasping. It appears to be, you would call it disks, but it moves so fast, you think it's not really disks, it must be some sort of particle that spins so wicked fast that it appears as a disc on the camera. These discs are stacked in a way, and sometimes they change in volume. The structure they form, it looks like a really simple caricature of a person, you know, like a stick man. It has like four appendages, and like a main body that they connect to, and sometimes it has a little bit of a head, and when one of the discs on the top looks particularly big it is almost like it's wearing like a cowboy hat but it's very erratic it's moving back and forth it doesn't have any features besides just being made of discs and having sort of a human-like appearance okay perhaps that's a depiction of their archangel could be sounds sounds like a possibility but this room does not contain what we are looking for I think. Vector can scanning for the the nuclear radiation. Can you sense when we move if we're getting closer to it or not? Fantastic question. With the robot, no. You have the radiation sense in your morph so yeah, you can walk around and um, check up on the distance changing. But yeah, you would need to walk around. Or I guess float around because microgravity. Yeah, no, I'd have to physically be there to see. So if there was nothing for us in the chapel and nothing in engineering, 
What's our next stop? The reactor itself is still a possibility, but that would maybe be too much on the nose. Another possibility would be the sleeping area or the living quarters. But that to me just doesn't make sense. Tillman, could squad tactics help out with this? What are you looking for exactly? Like, what is the question you want answered? I want something to make sense. (laughs) Um, I'm looking for any reasonable place to start looking for a way down and and a reasonable way to find that out more quickly than moving the robot. Yeah, because looking through nine of these whole things is going to take forever. And it's time that Nila doesn't feel like they have. Yeah, so from what you gather from like the main hub and the two places you've been in with the robot and the one you've been in yourself, you don't think there's a basement. The antimatter warhead, you can scan it. You have the signature of it below you. It is probably surrounded by concrete. And in fact, uh, antimatter is so dangerous. That's probably a good way to keep it around because you can't accidentally kick it. But that also means that we cannot take care of it if we don't break through the floor. I don't know. Is that something that my covert operations tool can and it's a swarm it should be able to break down items but could it break down concrete probably maybe depends on how thick it is a completely different approach would be to kidnap one of the girls and start talking safe to say i'm not a fan of such tactics you get another augmented reality advert oracle 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 Oracle, 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 Oracle. And it goes on for a little bit. Seriously, these advertisements really have to stop. I'm going crazy. Is there anything you two can come up with? I I think interacting with this whole Unity thingy might be your best option to quickly get answers. I hate to say it, but I think you're right. We're not getting anywhere with the bot and... You know, time is not exactly on our side, so we really need to get our hands dirty and do it fast. In terms of talking with people, there's obviously the Julius Gowder and the other other one that I was picking up. I can't see the name. But there's also like the the Archangel that they talked about in one of the adverts as a possibility for talking to, which sounds more like a system thing. When you scanned the mesh, the names that you found were Toshiro and Julius. Many, many Juliuses. You assume that the girls whipping each other on the altar were Juliuses. You know, there's one private account in the living quarters. Archangel, though, is not something that you have seen like as a registered user. All right. I could just connect to it and not have my animidity up and see who comes and talks to us yeah honestly letting them come to us kind of sounds more safe than going to them all right so i will go ahead and connect fully so you show your name of sorts i'm not sure what you're trying to do uh do you want to contact one of the online morphs do you 
want to go back to that repeating symbol space thing? So the first thing that I'm going to do is just, I'll connect with the anonymizer, see if that raises any interest, and then go from there. No, you've been flying under the radar like that. Oh, okay, okay. You've been querying the mesh and so on with your anonymizer on. Gotcha. And when you walked around with the robot, it seems people are distracted. Could we send out some ping to say, somebody come here now? Yes, I guess. Some sort of general distress signal. How about God, is that you? We've seen the archangel. I'm not sure. You seem really unsure about what to do, but you had good plans. I mean, the symbol space thing is still an option. You wanted to capture one of the girls and interrogate it. And there's one captured on a cross in a chapel. Should we go talk to that one? Sounds like we should go to church today. Lord have mercy. So I think we head that way. You can still use the robot a little bit to spot for you. And you slowly drift through the tunnel and the hydroponic area that you've already seen through the robot's eyes. At one point, you think you hear another voice like drifting past really fast. And it yells out, Naos! We can say Naos! Thank you, O Lord, for this glory. And it just disappears in another tunnel. You go through the tunnel to the chapel, though, still with the one girl on the cross, face covered, hands and feet nailed to it. You still hear like a faint wincing noise. Like this girl is definitely in pain, but it's kind of, you know, accepted the situation in a way. It's fighting it, but not, you know, fight or flight mode. It has accepted that it's kind of stuck. Vector, can that tool that you brought, can that also disassemble nails so that we can take her off? I imagine so. Yeah. You could also dissolve the cross if you want. The nails is the less controversial option. The person hasn't hasn't noticed you yet. I mean, their their focus is probably inward right now, and they're wearing this this cloth face mask. Nila's plan is to first get her down, then take the face mask off. She's not too worried that at the moment they are turned inward because maybe they would think, or the girl would think that. It's one of the other girls taking her down. That doesn't really matter at the moment. Vector or Nila, are you dissolving the nails? Yeah, we'll go ahead and dissolve the nails. All right. You don't need to catch the girl. It won't drop its microgravity. So you can just start. You attach your tool and it scans like the material and the structure of the nail object and releases a dissolving nanoswarm that slowly removes it. And the person, the girl, yells out, Julius, Julius, just leave me alone. Just leave me be. I just, I just, I just wanted to end. And you go on to the next nail. Julius, I tried everything. I tried contacting them. I can't reach them. The failsafe didn't work. Why didn't the failsafe work? We should, are we dead? Why aren't we dead, Julius? I'm imagining everybody's remaining silent just to see if this person continues to say things while we pull out the last nail. I think Max is going to use their personal connection 
to um, warn that this person could be extremely disturbed because based on what she's saying and the fact that this is one of those doomsday cults, she's getting the vibe that maybe these people aren't exactly safe. You know, they're like the, the types of cults that they had on earth where people got together and committed mass suicide in an attempt to meet their maker, like a way to bring people in, convert them and then kill themselves so that they can get to heaven before sin sets in. So she's kind of setting that in that as soon as she lets her go, even if it's just a girl, we should be very careful because these people could be dangerous. So you dissolve the last nail, the person yourself. Julius, okay, let me bargain with you. We need to work together on this. We need to find Igor. We need to get him out of his fucking room. And then we need to, we need to figure out how, how we can activate the failsafe. We need to blow this whole fucking thing up. I've done the same mistake again, Julius. I can't, I can't confirm it. I will never know. But someone of, with my knowledge, with my skills, of course I was on the fucking Titan program. Julius, let's just end this. I don't, I don't want to do the same mistake a third time. Quick question. The anonymizer, does that include a voice box or a voice modulator? Well, I mean, you can send him text messages, but he's talking to you and you are being awfully quiet. <laughs> yeah, they did get a lot of information by staying quiet, though. So, but that quietness won't hold up as soon as the uh, cloth is removed from the face. And the that person's not making any effort to remove the cloth? No, you get the feeling they are in very, very much pain. This girl like curls up into a ball. Basically, uh, she's like in a fetal position, just twisting in midair. Oh, for the internal connection that they have, Nila will say, okay, well, that brought us information. So I expect that that guy that she was talking about is is the one that is in private mode in a room so we could go there or we could brute force our way starting here do you see any other options those are the two that i'm landing on as well um i'm more towards hey let's rip this band-aid off it might not be the way that they want to go but we could uh help them move on Whatever takes the least amount of time, I, you know, the longer we're on this rock, the answer I get that that nuke is going to go off. And this little girl and her desire to have that thing go off, making me very uneasy. So we got to go. We got to go fast. If we got to go in guns blazing, then I'll just hide behind you, Anila. The only problem with that is that if I start going in guns blazing, everybody in this building knows that I went in guns blazing. So our whole cover will be blown. Let's try and keep guns blazing until we get to that one guy who is in private mode. That My suggestion is to ha just head there and leave this ball of person be. Then lead the way. And they start walking. Noticing the commotion, a little ball of a uh, girl unfolds itself. Julius, don't leave me. What do you do? What are you doing? Julius, why don't you, why don't you help me keep it together? Nila will turn around, grabbing her pistol from her side. She's done with this, all of this. 
I think Max would try to stop her. Max would put her hand over the pistol the second she saw it and shake her head like, what are you doing? You know, and then over their, their safe communication, say, you don't want to go in guns blazing, but you think no one's going to hear that? Fair. Just have to hurry up. I won't take this or these advertisements or any of this much longer. I've lived in entire freedom for way too long to stay in this place one second longer than I actually have to. So at that point, Max is going to take the shrink roll and, you know, she's going to put her hand on Neela's shoulder and over the communication, assure her that, you know, nobody wants to be here any more than she does. Yeah, the ads are crazy. This whole thing is insane, but we got to keep our eyes on the prize, which is completing this mission so we can go back to our little tin can mangrove of a house and just live out the rest of our days, hoping to never have to do something like this again. But as far as we know, that little girl hasn't done anything that we have evidence of. So at this point, it would be killing an innocent, an innocent and bringing attention to ourselves, neither of which is a good thing. You hear a voice makes sense. from behind. A little girl has come through the hallway into the chapel. Oh, visitors. Lovely. You... You came to pray, you you got the signs from the oracle. Oh, but why did she take down Toshiro? He has been very sinful. He needed cleansing. Do you enjoy the morally gray choices Eclipse Phase has to offer? Then you might also enjoy our Changeling the Lost Vanity game. Vanity is set in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1993 and follows our motley crew as they attempt to find normalcy after being exploited and finding they must exploit others to survive. 